Welcome to God's Messenger Lighthouse Podcast. This is your host, Brother Scott Messenger, bringing you Chapter 29 from If I Perish by Esther on Kim. Chapter 29, The Scabbed Baby. One day, a pregnant woman was brought into our cell. She had been living with her husband in the mountains and valleys. In the spring, their food supply had diminished and starvation became a reality. Because of her pregnancy, she often fainted from hunger. Unable to endure seeing her suffer, her husband stole a cow, killed it secretly, and sold it to buy a grain. They were caught, and she was imprisoned for a conspiracy. Because she had fought extreme poverty since birth, she was not an ordinary woman. Her hands looked as hard as stone and as strong as iron for she used them in place of farming tools. Her face was blunt, and both her voice and speech were so coarse and abrupt that one could hardly tell she was a woman except for her pregnancy and bound hair. Her scab-covered body looked horrible, and she was continually scratching. A few of the other prisoners already had scabs in the periodic Washing and changing of prison uniforms seemed to be spreading the scab disease throughout the prison. In the evening, everyone tried hard not to sleep beside prisoners with scabs because they scratched their bodies until they bled. No one, therefore, wanted to sleep by the new prisoner. Don't worry, everyone, I said, because I'm going to sleep near this, this lady. I led her to the back and slept beside her. Since there were so many of us, we had to sleep like packed sardines, and because of the cold, we are all slept holding one another's feet against our bodies. This naturally caused the scab disease to spread to all the prisoners. The new woman scratched her body throughout the night, so I was unable to sleep at all. One morning, several days later, she gave birth to a tiny girl. Hurriedly, hurriedly, I called a jailer, and she went to the office and brought back a few pieces of blue cotton cloth. The mother's uniform was soiled from giving birth, so the cha jailer changed her clothes while I wrapped the baby neatly with the blue cloth and then put her on her mother's bosom. Although the mother tried to nurse the baby, it was so frail and weak from the severe cold that it never opened its mouth. Taking the baby, I removed the cloth and put her naked body against my bosom. Little by little, the baby began to move. Because of her extreme malnutrition, she was very tiny, her head being only as large as an adult's fist. Her legs were only skin and bones, and her tiny body was covered with scabs. She was unable to cry, but her cold body was moving. Although the mother was bluish-purple and shaking from the extreme cold, nothing special was given her, not even a cup of hot water. She tried passing her, repressing her breasts, but not a drop of milk came out. The next morning, she could, uh, next morning some cold gruel was given her for the baby, leaving very little for the child. The mother swallowed the gruel as if it were water. I put the remaining gruel into the baby's mouth, but she didn't seem to have the strength to swallow it, although her mouth moved a little. 
While holding the scabbed baby on my bosom, I was pondering other many things. I had been told that when I was born, I was so tiny and weak that Father kept me alive by holding me against his bosom. I was probably as tiny and miserable as this baby. However, as I thought how happily and lovingly I had been raised, I was thankful to God. At the same time, I prayed with all my heart that God would have mercy on this tiny life. Then I thought of a name for the baby. I de decided on Okja, explaining the meaning of the character uh, Okja to the child's mother. Okja, or whatever her name will be, she will soon starve and die. The mother replied, it was true. Would there be any way that we could help this infant live? As I looked at her resting on my bosom, she was opening and closing her, closing her tiny black eyes. But having no strength, she was unable to cry and could only wiggle her arms and legs now and then. As this tiny child wiggled, I felt a love for her arising within my heart. Little by little, she ate the wa uh, watery gruel. Awake or asleep, all my attention was centered on this precious life. I asked God to look after this poor infant, but on the afternoon of the eighth day after her birth, I noticed that her breathing was suddenly becoming difficult. Very soon she was immobile and in critical condition. The tiny body stretched out momentarily, and then it became cold. But still she looked sweet, as though she were sleeping peacefully. I showed the cold baby to her mother, and she turned her face away. I saw she was about to weep, but she did not shed tears. Her blunt face revealed the pain of hunger rather than sadness. A male guard came, and the dead baby was taken away. Okja lived only for a short time, but what a happy and beautiful tiny flower she had been. For eight days, without seeing the rough world and without being touched by the evil of men, she was on the bosom of a prisoner. Although she had opened her eyes, she had not seen any of the misery of human life before dying. Had I died long before, I would not have known this suffering and hunger. But I realized that I had my own mission. I was given a burden from God, a burden to fight and die for his name. Someday, I knew not when, I would like to die beautifully like Okja. After that, a scab started to spread vigorously on my chest. Even in between my fingers, scabs had developed, which made me feel unbearably itchy. The more I scratched, the more unbearable it became. From scratching so hard, I was bleeding all over my body. The scab started to spread among all the prisoners in my cell. It was frightening to see everyone scratching her self un uncontrollably. Everyone was now groaning from the pain of scratching. I selected scriptures which were God's promises and explained them to the others in the cell. Then we decided to pray with one heart. The scabs gradually started to heal and soon they were gone, leaving no scars. Throughout this experience, the prisoners began to fear the Lord and his words. At the same time, we had great joy while showing our completely healed hands and bodies to each other, 
We all thanked the Lord and rejoiced together. Although the tiny baby had brought the scabs and had left us hurriedly, yet by means of the scabs that she, le she had left, God had given us faith and great joy. Next time, chapter 30, the Gish Gishya Sunwa.